This podcast is presented by Genius Sports, driven to deliver the difference. Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, including sports, concerts, and theater shows on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is also a proud partner of the Mac. Think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. On today's episode, we have Ball State Women Basketball's Talma Augustadder and Anna Clefane. How are you guys doing today? I'm good. Good, good. And you guys are currently on a 10-game win streak, and you just clinched a spot in the MAC basketball tournament. What has been working for you guys this season? Um, I think just, like, our team as a whole. Like, it doesn't matter who's scoring. We're... Uh, doesn't matter who's doing whatever. Um, whenever we go into the court, we just play hard. And yeah, it's been working well for us. Yeah, I would say it's our cohesiveness and our willingness to do whatever it takes to win. And Delma, last night you, uh, I mean, we're catching you on, on a good morning, right? Uh, 34 points and tied a program record, right? Nine three-pointers. Just talk about last night's game since we have you and uh, how you were feeling it last night. Um, no, it was really fun. I felt I felt really good when I was when I was getting those shots. We were playing playing fast, and when we play fast, um, shots become more open. And it was it was me getting a lot of those yesterday, so it was it was good. Awesome. You know, one thing I wanted to ask, and I know we'll get more into Cleveland, and like Normandy said, you guys clinched a spot. Um, you know, last weekend in coming to Cleveland, but how has being so close to a MAC title last year really motivated you guys? I mean. We talk about 10-game win streak, and you guys have had a tremendous season so far. Has that been kind of in the back of your mind, just like, hey, we were four points away from a title last year, and we want to be back in that situation and come away with it this year? Just how has that played a factor this season? I think we've definitely used it as motivation. Um, we've come up with this phrase, five points better, and we've kind of – uh, adapted that to everything in our game not only on the court but off the court like how can we just be a little, little bit better in everything that we do in order to come out on top yeah and it's definitely in the back of all of our minds even the people that were in here last year you know they understand how how tough it was and how it felt and they they're really motivated as well to to get us that title now, did coach Saley come up with that phrase I think yeah. yeah. Okay, because I know he's known for some pretty, pretty iconic phrases, um, like a hill of beans. Um, <laughs> one time he said something else to me, and I was like, I, "That is the first time I've ever heard that." So, <laughs> what is your favorite Coach Brady one-liner? Might take some time to think. Yeah, there's so many they have to go through them all. In their head. <laughs> I could see it. Just last week, he was talking to someone about uh, walling someone off in practice, and he was like, we must be in China because it was a great wall. <laughs> I remember one time, um, it was one of our freshmen's first practice, and she's from Georgia, and um, I think she like wouldn't take a charge or something, and they were like, oh, did they leave your charges in Georgia? We can FedEx them here, or I don't know, something like that. And they just laughed. Well, 
that those are tremendous i don't even i mean i know the first one what that means but that's uh i don't know i'm I'm kind of speechless after hearing those (laughs) (laughs) how how has coach motivated you guys i mean he's an intense guy when you see him on the sidelines and in in game mode talk about coach uh off the court and just how he helps you guys throughout the season and in coming together uh clearly whatever uh is going on in the locker room and outside the locker room is working um for you know for him, not just this season, but for every year. I mean, always in Cleveland and, and seem to always have things rolling in Muncie. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just such a great guy. It's hard for a lot of people, I guess, to understand that just see him on the sidelines and how intense he is. But he's just he's so great, such a great, great guy. And I'm glad that that I've been able to be here under him. And yeah. I think um, he just cares so much about us, like as people first and then as players. And I think that that's allowed us to like create um, mutual trust. Like he trusts us on the court. Uh, we trust him off the court. I think that's allowed us to um, play our game and be able to uh, do what we know we're good at. Have there been anything that uh, anything that you guys set up or that co- the coaches have set up um, or just your teammates that have kept you kind of close off the court. What what do you do with your teammates? You know, how close of a group really are you and what things do you try to do outside to build that team chemistry? I think this team is really, really close. Like it's the closest team I've ever been on. And it's like not one where the coaches have to be like, oh, team bonding. We all have to go here and do this because we just do it. Like it's it's what it's where we want to be outside of basketball. And it's not just like a few of us hanging out. Like it's usually every single person who will show up. I think that really um, creates a better atmosphere when you all genuinely like each other. Yeah, definitely correlates onto the court. Like we trust each other so much and we just genuinely really like each other. So where is the place to hang out in Funcy, Indiana? <laughs> Teammates house. Right. <laughs> there's not, there's, you know, not a lot going on. I was, hey. I was in town last year for the baseball championship and like there was tons of rain so i spent a week there and i, I probably i know some spots i think outside yeah. i can't remember any of them now yeah. but um a week a week in muncie i, I covered a lot of ground you know yeah. i was i was there for the volleyball championship and johnny carino's it's like italian texas style food i don't know what it is but i was like i need to try that at some point mm-hmm currently uh looking up actually where that place is tell tell us a little bit about um where you're each from uh tell tell, tell us uh, you know about where you're from and like one known fact about your hometown um okay so i'm from keflavik iceland um it's kind of a small town it's where the airport is located in iceland like the international airport um i've lived there my whole life until i came here and I think what my town is most known for is honestly the basketball culture, especially women's. Like we've won so many titles. And even my mom when she was playing, like that's kind of when it started and, and that's why I got into basketball. Okay. I'm from um Taylor Mill, Kentucky, which is right across the river from Cincinnati. And a lot of people always say that it's northern Kentucky like it's not a part of actual Kentucky it's northern Kentucky because we have like a different culture in our area um I'm not real sure exactly 
what we're known for maybe like skyline chili I don't I don't know <laughs> are you a skyline fan love skyline I don't know are you a Bengals fan mm-hmm. okay okay so Ohio one. Uh, oh yeah you gotta get behind Joe Burrow as, <laughs> <laughs> as an Ohioan though sometimes I don't always claim Cincinnati sometimes we're like it's part of it's part of Kentucky but we'll take it we'll take it for the Bengals yeah tell me you ever had skyline chili i don't think i have i've tried the like yeah try not to try not to no it's it's good it's good it's good it's good i've made her skyline chili dip before (laughs) okay i've heard about what are you putting in your chili dip because the last person we had on the podcast or like a few people ago yeah they were talking about the skyline chili dip i need to know what you're putting in it Okay, it's like a layer of cream cheese on the bottom, and then you have like the the skyline chili, like from the package or the can or whatever you get, and then it's just a layer of cheese on top, and then you use tortilla chips and dig in. Have you ever seen the show Friends? Mm-hmm. It's like when Joey's eating the trifle, like what's there not to like? Me <laughs> good, <laughs> cream good. <laughs> do you use that electric orange cheese, or do you buy something else? Like, do you have to get the authentic? Um, skyline cheese because that's again from like another planet or something i never see cheese like that anywhere i wish you could find it but i it's just regular cheese <laughs> i forget who we were talking to oh i remember it was um lexi thought, from yeah, bowling green she's from that area too she she was talking about the skyline chili dip so it's twice it must be a hot item i know maybe we'll need to make it for the office someday maybe that's my next mission <laughs> you're on it um, Talma, tell me what the coolest place is in Iceland. I've never been. I love to travel, though. Um, I don't know. You can probably help me with this. It's the big waterfall. I would, I would say the one, the one behind. behind. Yeah, <laughs> this is one waterfall like on the south coast. Um, it's pretty big, and you can like walk behind it. Um, and so yeah, I I say that's pretty cool. A big big tourist spot, definitely. Do you ever wonder why whoever was named Iceland and Greenland, they were like. Let's make the greenest place Iceland and the icier place Iceland or Greenland. I feel like it's right. backwards. What I heard is the Vikings were trying to trick someone, and I guess it worked. But I don't know the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So Anna, you're also big into nature and going places. Where, like, what do you like to do off the court, um, especially when it pertains to that and and getting out and seeing different things. Yeah, I love to travel, but clearly during season, there's not much like leaving, but like in my free time, I like to just like, I mean, in Muncie there, you know, the options are kind of low, but I like to go down by the river and walk or just like take time outside, that kind of thing. But I went to Iceland recently. That was really, really cool. cool. Nice. What'd she take you to do? What are some highlights of the trip? Um, the whole thing was really, really cool. We took, like, we rented a car and then we went, where did we go? The whole loop. Um, it was more along the South coast. That's like the biggest places, I guess, for tourists to, to visit. We saw a lot of uh, waterfalls. Black Sand Beach. The Glacier Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon. Right. We camped under the glacier. It was, it was good. It was really, really cool. Sounds so good. and what what are what are places what are like three places we'll just keep it to the United States I guess but what are three places you'd love to travel that you've never been? Oh, I want to go to Oregon. I want to go to um, 
Vermont and probably I've already been to California, but I'd like to go out there again. I think that was really cool. What specific part of Cali? Any? Yeah, doing? all of it. <laughs> okay. It's insane. I'm really big on like Arizona and the desert. I'd love to go hiking, like with all the red rocks. So pretty. I've never been there. That'd be really cool. Delma, like where I know you've been in the States obviously for a while now, but where are three places you've probably not been everywhere? Um, where are three places in the US that you've always heard about and, and somewhere that you'd like to travel? Um I feel like I mean I traveled here kind of often, I would say with my family just for vacation and stuff before I even got here. But um definitely Cali. I've been there before, but that was that was a good time. I feel like that's kind of a different culture maybe than from anywhere else and then um, like she said like Arizona I feel like the Grand Canyon all that stuff that's kind of kind of big I feel and then I don't know somewhere else just warm we like the we like the warm weather fair fair yeah well one place you're going to be traveling soon um is Cleveland so it wasn't on either of your lists but we'll let that slide <laughs> Uh, uh, but tell me about just your experience in coming to Cleveland. I know outside of, you know, falling a little short last year, but just the tournament experience, what it means to play in a venue, um, you know, an NBA venue, a huge building, um, just the, the support that comes and follows you to your games. I know that Muncie and the community and, and a lot of Ball State fans just really put, I mean, into all athletics, really Ball State related. So, um just what does it mean to you or uh what do you like best about the experience like not necessarily on the court like what what small thing do you like when you uh come to Cleveland for the tournament one thing that always stands out to me I think it's the coolest thing is the massive jumbo charm when you walk in I just think that that's like you're not gonna be able to play with something like that anywhere else and that's just always been so cool to me for me I think um Especially last year, we were able to uh, explore the city, I guess, a little bit. Um, I thought that was really interesting, especially because we did it together as a team. So I thought that was fun. Did you guys get to eat anywhere around Cleveland? We did. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know the name of the places we did. <laughs> I didn't know if you guys got any barrio tacos or anything like that. Probably. I don't think so. And, and what do you yeah, you would remember Barrio, probably. Like a little build-your-own-taco place. I'll tell him we have to go this year. <laughs> and what are you just looking forward to getting back this year? I mean, the same things, or is there is there something little that you always pick up on, you know, when you do come back? Or, I don't know, just asking about your, more about your experience here. Is there And then and, and just what are you looking forward to, to to getting here and getting ready for this, the second season, or really the third season? I feel like this year um, we're probably more experienced than we were last year having played in the three games so we're hoping to do that again this year and and hopefully that experience from last year will help us help us get all the way yeah I think we're just so excited for like the competition going into it and it's just like a whole different ball game once you once you get to Cleveland and like it's just the little things like that you know you're like you're in mag play like you walk in the elevator says like Mac tournament and like you have like your nameplate in your locker that kind of thing just makes like 
it really exciting. Do either of you have any pregame superstitions? Nothing like crazy, I feel like. I have a pregame playlist that I like have to listen to at least one song off of before every game. But like I try not to get too into the superstition yeah. stuff because it'll drive me crazy. Yeah. What are what are some songs on that playlist? <laughs> <laughs> Can I look at it? Yeah. You set yourself up for that one. I, I did. That was this is embarrassing. <laughs> By the way, while she's looking that up, it just popped in my head. The place in Muncie was Elm Street. Is that right? Elm Street Brewery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good spot. Good spot. That was that was a fa- that was like a repeat within the week. That was what'd good. You, what'd you get there? Okay. Uh, um, I forget, but it was very good. <laughs> they have they have good everything there. Yeah, and some really good breakfast place, like one of those where you know it's good because it's like, um, I mean, my favorite breakfast place. Like the person serving me has to be like feel like it's my grandma, basically. So <laughs> it was one of the but fork fork. And fork. And fork. Yeah, that was solid. Solid. I remember that place too. Because that was when it was like absolutely pouring. So two good spots for people listening from Muncie. I mean, I guess if you're from Muncie, you probably definitely know those places, but. Okay. Yeah. Go. (laughs) We got a lot of like Drake, J. Cole. I don't know. Juice World. Just like the classic like hype songs I got. Is there an obscure song on that list? Like. Just something that people normally wouldn't be get them hyped up. <laughs> yeah, Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I got what, what song though? <laughs> no. Oh no, it? that's a hype song. That's it is. I can like I can really get down to that. <laughs> yeah, that's on my running playlist. I'm like I'm playing that, and even though if even if I'm having like the happiest day ever, I'm like you know what? Good for you. You look. Happy and healthy. Yeah. I have no one to be mad at, but good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally can get behind that. I can get behind the Drake. Um, what is your go-to song though? If you could only listen to like one for the rest of your life. Oof. That's tough. a really tough question. That is a very tough question. How about one artist that you can listen to for the rest? Like okay. who's your favorite artist? Or my favorite you know, artist is Black Bear. Okay. It's not not very known, I guess. No, Black he's, Bear. He's, yeah, yeah, he's more now than he was before. Yeah, I feel like you would probably you could get behind some of his songs. I think Jay guy. Yeah, hmm. gonna have Don't to introduce some people on the golf course to that. Yeah, is it good golf? Is it good golf stuff? No, but no, it's okay, just something right. to do. <laughs> I'm always looking for songs for my golf playlist. But yeah, tell Maybe do you have Olivia, an Olivia Rodrigo on there. Sometimes yeah. you need to get hyped up out there. Talon, do you have an artist? Um, I feel like it differs literally every month. I mean, I listened to a lot of Drake recently, some uh, Lainey. I don't know if you know what that is. That's good stuff. And yeah. That is a good mix. My playlist jumps from like Drake to like Fleetwood Mac Mm -hmm. to like Encanto. I'm really big on Encanto lately. <laughs> Mine hasn't stopped playing um Zach Bryan since like last June. Yeah. Look, look at that reaction. See? Always a fan favorite. Always a fan favorite. 
that was, a, that was the video clip that we're clipping. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say, we're, we're sending that one to Zach Brown. We need to get, yeah, that's, that's a great reaction. His, so, uh, yeah, he's coming here to the field house, like we were just talking about uh, in June. So, got my tickets. Oh, yeah. It sold out in like 30 seconds or something. But, yeah, he's he's a good one. All right. Always on. We talked about the road trip to Cleveland. What are you guys doing on the bus to pass the time? on any travel game? Lately, I've been doing a lot of homework yeah. just because it's that time of the year. But I would like I like when we like sit out and like as a team get to hang out. Like sometimes we'll bring like card games or like just talk and that's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Watch some Netflix too, listen to music, just whatever. Yeah, what are some of the card games you're playing? Um, Cat, taco, goat cheese, pizza. <laughs> I have what? never heard of that. Wait a minute. I'm going to need an explanation. Cat taco goat cheese pizza. I know we played that last year on the way to Cleveland. Yeah. It's like, it's literally cards and they have cats, tacos, goat cheese, and pizza. And like, you have to like put it down and then you have to like say it and slam it. And the last person has to pick up the card. I don't know. It's fun. It sounds intense. I assume since you're all athletes, you're really competitive too. So someone lost the nail last time. <laughs> it's okay. I got banned from playing throw throw burrito with my family because I'm like way too aggressive with it. They're like, you don't need to be that aggressive. And I was like, it's do or die time. Like it's a card game, but it's do or die. We've done a lot of these interviews and I don't think I've learned so much that I didn't know outside of this interview. <laughs> I've I've learned a lot. I learned recipe. I've learned about a new music artist. I learned about a new game. Learned about Iceland. That's, I mean, this is. They say you learn something. Uh, this is mind blowing right now. Yeah, no, this is this is jam packed with new things. I love it. I love it. What Netflix shows are you watching on the bus? Um. Well, now I'm trying to finish uh, the episodes of you that are out. I love a good. Love Island, some reality TV stuff. Love all stuff. And... I I was just talking last night. I love bad reality TV. Like it's it's a train wreck and you can't look away. Right. Absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. I I finished this last season of you. I won't spoil it for you. Um good. It's, it's interesting. I guess I gotta wait for the next set of episodes to come out. It's interesting. I I liked the first season a lot, and then I just feel like it progressively got a little less interesting. Season two was, like, good, and then it's just, like, once again, a train wreck, and you can't look away. But are you are you on Joe's side? Do you think, for the most part, like, you don't want him to get caught? I don't. I hate the fact that they make me want to be on Joe's side. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, a terrible guy. Right, he's a psychopath. But, yeah. you know. But you're like, I kind of hope he doesn't get caught. But you're also like, if he gets caught, like, I guess it's for the best. <laughs> yeah. Is this a show I should be watching? It's an interesting show. Mm. It's You didn't I'm, say yes. Yes, I would recommend it. But I also, I don't know if it's something you would enjoy. Probably not. There you go. <laughs> you know me enough not. Probably not. You didn't give me a straight yes. So we'll, yeah. um, I'll skip that one. Yeah, um, um, but I started watching The Perfect Match. Have you ever seen that, either of you? Oh it's They take all the reality, like the circle, 
um, Too Hot to Handle, Love is Blind. And they put them all like together. And then they basically like had to compete in games and like match with each other. And the winning couple like wins. That's what I just started. I actually just started it last night. And then they bring in like other stars and like you can hook other people like up with each other. And you're just like, this is an absolute disaster. Like the most dramatic and villainous people, they were like, let's throw them together. It's, I recommend that. If you love reality TV. What, um, getting off the TV thing here, but after, after Ball State, like what's, what's your next goals? What's your next steps? Um, you know, outside of once, once you get out of Muncie. Well, I'll be going back to Iceland. Hopefully I'll be able to play at least somewhere at home, maybe somewhere else. Um, we'll just have to see, but yeah, I'll be going back to, back to Iceland. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's a really good question that I haven't quite gotten that far. <laughs> we'll it's see. All right. Are you still, I think I read your majors like biology and communications. Um, I'm actually getting my MBA in business analytics. <laughs> so I switched paths a bit since that was updated. <laughs> nice. Nice. And tell me, you said your mom played. She still have any connections over there that can really follow in her footsteps? I don't know. I don't think she never played like overseas, but she played at home and I have a good connection with my club that I played with before I came here. So, yeah. Well, I have one thing, as long as you guys can maybe keep a secret and this will be out, this will be out, um, I guess after this podcast gets out, I think it gets released today at three o'clock. But I wanted to end it with one question. And um, you guys, please keep a secret. I know it's going to be hard, but you guys are being selected um, to play against Bowling Green uh, on March 1st um, on ESPNU. And that game's going to be nationally televised. And that's going to get released later this afternoon. And probably this podcast will now get released after this. But what does that mean to you guys hearing that news, being able? I mean, those are two of the teachers top teams in the conference being able to play on a national stage on ESPN, just hearing that news. What does that mean to you guys? I think that's awesome to get the opportunity to have that exposure. I think that's a big step for, I mean, women's sports as a whole, but like our conference specifically, um, I think that this conference is very competitive and, and the stage like that is, is what we should be working for, for sure. Yeah, that was definitely very exciting. And uh, I don't remember a lot of, women's max game back games being uh nationally televised so it's definitely definitely very exciting absolutely i mean it's it's great news when it came across my desk i think and we've known that they're going to make the selection for i think we announced it last week that they were going to make the selection and it was a wild card they're waiting to see how things pan out but uh with two of the top teams uh clearly playing on that day uh it, it would look to be trending that way so no that's huge and uh you know we didn't even touch on it but um you know, next year, actually, the MAC is helping host the Women's Final Four here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. We're hosting the Women's Final Four here. I don't know if you guys knew that, but just uh, we're I know that that's something we're very excited about being having our hand in that. Just I mean, it's it's a pinnacle sporting event in the country, not even college events. So um, like things like that and seeing how the Women's Final Four is growing. And like you just mentioned, like getting a MAC game on, you know, ESPN 
any ESPN platform, you know, that's, that's live is our huge steps. And, and, um, no, we're, it's, it's exciting stuff all around. Just, uh, what do you guys feel? I mean, just having the Mac a part of the final four, did you know it's even coming to Cleveland next year? I didn't know. That's really awesome though. You guys will have to come out here. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> Make a trip back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, I, I wanted to end it with that and just the fact that um, I thought that that was pretty cool news and the fact that we um, kind of got this uh, chance to opportunity to talk to you guys today. And I like came across my desk like 10 minutes before we started this. So I wanted to save it for the end, but um, very cool stuff. It's a credit to you guys and how well you've been playing this season, obviously, and um, that a, that a national platform wants to take you guys and and put you on display. So you know, congrats to you guys um, with everything so far this season. And we can't wait to see you in Cleveland. See you there. Thanks for having us here. Yeah. Thank you. Good luck with the rest of your season. Thank you.